Hello and welcome to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and I thank you so much for being with me today. Uh, This is Season 1, Episode 9, and so it's amazing to see that uh, we've been uh, able to do this thus far, and so God has truly blessed this effort, and I thank you so much for listening. And if I have helped one person to weather the storm that that has come their way, then this has been successful. Uh, But I am very thankful that, that God has blessed me with this opportunity Bless me with this tool to use, and, and again, I'm very thankful for you who are listening, because if it weren't for you, then I wouldn't be able to continue to do this. And so I thank you for listening today. I thank you for listening to the other eight episodes. I'm looking forward to uh, the remaining uh, episodes in season one, and then after a, a few months of a break, to come back and, and record episode or season two, rather, and that is the plan as of right now, Lord willing, be able to do so. So thank you so much for listening in. Today we want to discuss the reality of the unknown as a storm we face in this life. You know, we all face the unknown from time to time, don't we? It may be a new career path. It may be starting school, and that may be for a young person starting elementary school, maybe moving to a different district. It may be leaving high school and going into college. It may be the unknown of marriage, or maybe even having children, but it could also be the unknown of a medical diagnosis that you didn't see coming, or the tragedy that strikes a family when a loved one loses his or her life. How do we handle the unknown? How can we properly approach, how can we have the right perspective? of the unknown. Is there a way to weather the storm? Our goal today, as always, is to go to the Word of God, because if you have a spiritual question, you want to be able to find a scriptural answer. We know that God has given to us all things that pertain to life and to godliness, 2 Peter 1.3, that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God, literally God-breathed, 2 Timothy 3.16. And so it is our source of authority, and it is the source that uh, we find comfort, that we find strength, that we find answers to the problems and the questions that we may have in this life. If you have your Bibles today, I invite you to Hebrews chapter 11, also known as the Faith Hall of Fame. And in this, we will discuss three examples of individuals who face the unknown and how they were able to weather the storm in hopes that we too can weather the storm of the unknown. As you come to Hebrews chapter 11, we begin looking at the example of Noah. And you'll notice with me that he is one of the first ones mentioned there in verse 7. Before him we have the example of Abel, who offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, verse 4. We have also the example of Enoch, Enoch who pleased God, verse 5. And so we have this a statement found in verse 6 that without faith it's impossible to please God for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so right after that statement we have the example of Noah. And so we look to him first as we consider how one can weather the storm of the unknown. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 7. By faith Noah 
being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Did you notice the phrase, things not yet seen? Noah was facing the storm of the unknown. If you go back to Genesis chapter 6, we read where uh, God was going to destroy the world with a flood. Every man's thought in his heart was only evil continually. Everyone was having wicked thoughts, and so Noah and his family, those eight souls, were the only ones who were pleasing in the eyes of God. The Bible says that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And so God instructed Noah to build an ark. He gave him very specific instructions as to how he was going to build it, what material to use, the dimensions to use. And he told Noah, I'm going to destroy this world with a flood. Now we want to pause for a moment and ask this question. Had Noah ever seen rain? If you go back to Genesis chapter 2 and verse 5, it says the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth. We can also find in Genesis 2.10 as well as going back to Genesis 1.6-8, that's not the way that, that God was uh, replenishing the earth. We had the, the rivers, those four rivers mentioned there in Genesis 2 as, as it went out of the, of the garden. And that's how the, the earth was uh, replenished. That's how we see the, the water cycle going. So it had not yet rained. Noah had never seen rain, much less a flood. You talk about facing the unknown. Here Noah is going from never seeing rain to hearing from God, I'm going to destroy the entire world with a flood. And so Noah is our first example of one who was going to weather the storm of the unknown. Let's look to our second example. That is Abraham. Notice in verse 8. By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. We just noticed with Noah that phrase, things not yet seen. Look at Abraham. Look at this phrase. He went out not knowing where he was going. Again, we have one who faced the unknown. Noah had to face the unknown. He had never seen rain before. Now a flood's coming. And if you go back to Genesis chapter 12, you read that Abraham was having to face the unknown, going into a land that he had never seen before. God told Abraham, get from your country, get from your family, go into a land that I will show you. Again, we ask the question, had Abraham ever been to this land before? No, he's facing the unknown. Let's look also with Abraham in verses 17 through 19, another occurrence in his life when he had to put his faith in God. Hebrews 11, beginning in verse 17. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead from which he also received him in a figurative sense. Let's ask this question. Did Abraham ever witness someone being raised from the dead? 
Could he look to another father and son who had gone through this before? He is certainly facing the unknown. The final example we look to is that of Sarah, verses 11 and 12. By faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore from one man, and him as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. Here's Sarah, who was past the age. Again, she faced the unknown, didn't she? She had never given birth to a child. Here she is, past the age of one who's able to give birth to a child. But God says, you're going to do it. She had to face the unknown. Could she look to another mother who had given birth at that age and say, oh yeah, you remember when so-and-so gave birth at the age of 90? She didn't have that. And so in all three of these examples, they had to face the unknown. But how did they do it? Noah, Abraham, and Sarah, as well as all the examples found in this great chapter, did the same thing in weathering the storm of the unknown. They heard what God said. They believed what God said. They trusted in what God said. And they obeyed what God said. You know, there are many in the religious world today that teach that salvation comes by faith only, that you can be pleasing to God only by your faith. But if you look at biblical faith, biblical faith is believing what God says and acting on it. You look to all these examples of faith. Do we read that they just had faith and that was it? No. Noah could have said, yes, Lord, I believe, and stood there. Would he and his family have been saved if he didn't build the ark? God told Abraham to leave. What if he said, I believe, Lord, but didn't do anything? Would he have been able to go into that country? No. You look to every example and you see action. By faith, Abel offered. By by faith, Enoch pleased God. By faith, Noah moved with godly fear, prepared an ark. By faith, Abraham obeyed. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. You look to all these examples and their faith motivated them to respond in obedience to what God has said. That is biblical faith. And so how did Abraham, Noah, and Sarah, how did they weather the storm of the unknown? They trusted in what God said. They'd never seen uh, these things before, but they believed what God said and they trusted him. Noah was warned of God and so he acted and he obeyed. We go back to Genesis 6.22 and it says, Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. And that's exactly what we find in the inspired commentary in Hebrews 11 and verse 7. He was warned of God, and so he moved with godly fear, and he prepared an ark. He heard what God said, he believed it, and he acted on it. Again, we think about Abraham. Abraham who obeyed. He went. He dwelt. He waited. I'd like to bring your attention Romans chapter 4, verses 20 through 22, very quickly, as we think about Abraham. Abraham, cha- or, excuse me, Romans chapter 4, 20 through 22, the example of Abraham. It says, He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced 
that what he had promised, he was also able to perform, and therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. I love that phrase. Being fully convinced that what God had promised, he was able to perform. You know, the Bible speaks of the fact that God the promise maker is God the promise keeper. The Bible says that God cannot lie. <laughs> Titus 1, uh, 1 and 2. God cannot lie. If God says something's going to happen, it's going to happen. And so we have these examples then of hearing what God said and believing that, trusting it. He was fully convinced, fully persuaded. That's how they were able to weather the storm of the unknown. Our third example there was Sarah. I don't want to leave her out. You notice what she said. She judged him faithful who had promised, much like her husband Abraham. She judged God faithful who had promised. God said this is going to happen. It's going to happen. I believe that, and I'm going to respond accordingly. I'm going to do whatever he says to do because I trust in him. And so as we look to these three great examples in Hebrews 11, those who heard what God said, believed what God said, and obeyed what God said, how can we weather the storm of the unknown? You know, we find a description of faith in Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In other words, the evidence of the unknown. When we think about evidence, we think of something that we can hold, something that's tangible, something that we can see. But when it comes to true evidence, true faith, true belief, many times it's things that we can't see, we haven't seen yet. And so faith is a must. That's what we read in Hebrews eleven six that without faith it's impossible to please God. He who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He's going to reward those who put their trust in him and obey what he says. We walk by faith and not by sight, 2 Corinthians 5, 7. And friends, I hear this a lot, but this is not true. Someone says, well, I just took a leap of faith. I just took off. But biblical faith is not a blind leap in the dark. Biblical faith hears what God says and believes it and obeys it. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, 17. So what is the application for us as we bring our thoughts to a close? How can we weather the storm of the unknown? At the end of Hebrews chapter 11, as the Hebrews writer brings everything to a close, he, he comes into Hebrews chapter 12, and he gives us this perfect response. Here's how we are to answer. Here's how we are to apply these things to our life. Notice Hebrews 12, beginning in verse 1. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, he's referring to all of these examples found in Hebrews chapter 11. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Friends, how did Jesus handle the unknown? Had he ever gone to the cross? Had he ever had nails driven through his hands and through his feet and a crown of thorns placed on his head? Had he ever agonized for six long hours on a cross before? Had he ever been scourged? 
He had never been through this. He had to face the unknown. How did he do it? He kept his faith in the Father, and he submitted to his will. He always did those things that pleased the Father, John eight twenty nine. He is our perfect example. You may be asking yourself, I have so many things that, that I'm so unsure of. I, there's so many unknowns in my life. What am I going to do about this situation? What am I going to do about that situation? I want to share this with you. I, I'm facing a lot of unknowns right now. I've got twin girls coming in just a few weeks, Lord willing, which means I'm going to have three girls under the age of two. And we have a four-year-old son. That's unknown territory for me. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to trust in God. I'm going to trust in Him. He has blessed me beyond measure. There's no reason why I shouldn't trust in Him. And I hope, dear friend, that you will do the same, regardless of, of what your situation is, that you will hear what God says by reading His Word. That's how He speaks to us today, Hebrews 1, 1 through 3 that you'll trust in what he says, and like all these examples we've noticed today from Hebrews 11, you will put that faith into action, and you will obey him, and he will lead you as you go through the unknown. I'd like to close this episode out by reading the lyrics to one of my favorite hymns, I Know Who Holds Tomorrow. And as we bring our thoughts to a close, and as we think about everything that went on in this lesson, I hope that these words will encourage you. I don't know about tomorrow. I just live from day to day. I don't borrow from its sunshine, for its skies may turn to gray. I don't worry o'er the future, for I know what Jesus said. And today I walk beside him, for he knows what is ahead. Every step is getting brighter as the golden stairs I climb. Every burden is getting lighter. Every cloud is silver lined. There the sun is always shining. There no tear will dim the eye. At the ending of the rainbow, where the mountains touch the sky. I don't know about tomorrow. It may bring me poverty. But the one who feeds the sparrow is the one who stands by me. And the path that be my portion may be through the flame or flood. But his presence goes before me. And I'm covered with his blood. Many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand, but I know who holds tomorrow, and I know who holds my hand. Dear friend, we don't know what tomorrow holds, but we know who holds tomorrow. I pray that as you weather the storm of the unknown, that you will trust what God says. You'll believe it, and you will obey everything that he says, that in the end we may hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter in to what once was unknown, but now can be known. Thank you so much for listening today. I pray that this episode will help you weather the storm of the unknown. God bless.